Wally, can we have a Castillejo this track? <laughs> Castillejo? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, for sure. Episode number two last week, unfortunately, it is a loss for Milan, a 2-0 loss to Spezia. And um, reviewing that with me is going to be Rid. Hello, everyone. Uh, also joined by Joe. Hi, guys. Uh, of course, Samir is here as well. Hola. And then also Naeem, who's going to introduce our special guest. We're to Milan, guys. So today we have a special guest that's joined with us. The original Kebab Don, the founder of Belati, the man, the myth, and the legend. You may know him as Wally. So he's a cult member on Milan Twitter. And here, here he is, the Wally. Hey. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thank you for having me. I'm very grateful to be a part of this podcast. So thanks. we're honored to have you as well. Yeah, honored to have you too. Yes, let's talk some Milan. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, well, I reckon we start from yesterday's, yesterday's game. What's everyone saw? Obviously, we lost two 0 to Spezia. Um, very bad performance from the whole team. Not many positives yep. to pick up on, but you know what's everyone's thought on it. Yeah, I don't. Not much. <laughs> um, we never really got going. Uh, a good Donnarumma save early on to save our blushes from Sapanara, who turned into Messi. Um, never got going. I said in the group chat about half time if they get the first goal, this is done. Um, it would have been nice to have just gone there and just really stamped our authority and kind of, you know, just gone, we're AC Milan, this is us, let's batter you lot. But we just kind of succumbed to the pressure almost and, yeah, we just never really got going and, yeah, really disappointing to lose 2-0, really. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. I think uh, it was a very, very bad game from start to finish, honestly. It, it, it felt like it was more Spezia playing like Milan and Milan playing like Spezia should, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was Spezia constantly attacking and having control of the whole game. Like if you look at the, re, uh, like the highlights, you'll see almost the whole first half. There's no Milan highlight because there's nothing, yeah. you know, that we did nothing the first half. And then come the second half, you, if you feel like, okay, maybe, now they'll bring the lion out in the second half and nothing came out. It was, uh, again, nothing. And uh, I feel like the second goal by Bastoni really showed that we really thought this is a shit team that we can just beat. But yeah. we forget that Spezia is a big team killer. Like, if you look at some of the good, like, results they've had this year, most of them are against big clubs. And they tend to maybe play bad against bad teams, but great against good teams, you know. So in the se the second goal, they just passed it to Bastoni, and nobody wanted to even block it. Nobody cared because they probably thought, "Oh, he's probably a shit player," you know. Just ha let him have the ball, and we saw what happened. He scored a worldie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought the I think performance was kind of tragic. Um, it was very lethargic, no pressure. Fioli, I thought Fioli needed to make his subs a bit earlier, to be honest. I don't know why he yeah. made his subs so late. So that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, and uh, I don't feel like the subs did anything anyways. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Samir? 
I was really baffled. Like last time we won 3-0. And we had we had Colombo, Salamakers, Brahim Diaz, Kronich, all the like the bench players. Mm-hmm. And we won. Like, we won easily 3-0. I don't know really what happened this time. Like since the get-go, there was literally zero intensity. Like no one did anything. Like goes like same goes for Ibra. Ibra did nothing that match. He tried, but then he couldn't do shit, honestly. And I was really excited for you know Benesar. His final is gonna, you know, he finally came back after like two months or some shit. Mm-hmm. I thought finally, okay, this guy and Kiss is gonna do something. They did nothing. And Benesar is really, really, really bad game. And yeah. oh the the worst I think has to be Dalot. He was like he was not good at all. I don't know what happened to him. To yeah. me, it feels like he plays better as a you know as a left back than a right back. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fully agree on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just. Yeah. Anyone else got any thoughts? Yeah. yeah, I mean, basically, I just thought this game. Uh, it looked. It looked as if every single Spezia player had been told by the coach Vincenzo Italiano that he'd kidnap their families, and if they don't win tonight, <laughs> they'll never see them again. And was, we just looked like we've, we literally just looked like, I don't know, it was just really weird. Uh, it's like every single Spezia pass was being completed perfectly. Every play, every tackle, it was like you're on FIFA and you're playing on like the hardest mode or something. And it just, nothing worked. It's a very weird, weird game. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to talk about. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, props to Spets because I think not. No one mentioned we had zero shots in target the whole game. Which, if you think about it, it's yeah, that's terrible. embarrassing. Yeah, having like four players offensively minded, it just against all respects to Aspetia, but zero shots on target. That's terrible. That's disgusting. If Awful. I have to be honest. And, and remember, they arguably didn't even have their best player, Paul Bega, playing Paul Bega. the game, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, they had five or six injuries as well. That's what the comment Yeah, they didn't saying. even they play didn't with... They, they also have a Bulgarian striker named Galabinov, who's filthy, and he didn't even play, you know. They had Agudelo, and somehow he became, you know, the craziest yeah, player I've ever seen in my life. You know, where where did this guy come from? But apparently, you know, I talk with that mentality, the pitch. yeah, the pitch was slippery too, right? Like Agudelo was uh, Romanelli slipped early on that game. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, it I was, think the pitch was, condition wasn't very good. Uh, from what I heard, it's like, you know, I think it does make a difference if you're used to playing at like San Siro and you've got, yeah. you know, this, this brilliant pitch and. It's it's huge as well. Where it's like you're in a smaller stadium, you you know you got a team that know exactly how they're going to play, and they they know their ground. And yeah, it's not an excuse to say you know it was bad pitch. You know, therefore we should expect a bad performance. But it, it might have been a contributing factor. But you never know. Yeah, I mean props to Spezia as well because they played high pressure, ninety minutes non-stop. Like I watched the first, I was like, okay, they're gonna come down second half. We can play our own game. They were running yeah. till the 93rd minute, no stopping. So props to them. They were men marking Hakan. He literally couldn't go yeah. anywhere. There was a player which was literally just shadows. So props to him and the coach Italiano who pr- prepared the game perfectly. Like GG to them, hats off. And all we can do is just forget about it and hopefully move he on. He was quite uh, energetic on the touchline too, Italiano. He was moving up and down. Oh, yeah. Up yeah, I like that. I like that yeah. shit. 
Yeah. Well, um, since we have Wally, we thought we'll get some questions as well. Um, we were hoping yeah. to have a better environment after a win, but doesn't always happen. So we got a lot of questions for Wally for everyone else, and we're just going to spend the rest of the podcast answering them for everyone. Hell yeah, let's go. All right, so I'll ask the first one. So which left back would you realistically like to see to be a deputy from Fofio Teo? Um, this is from at Milano Out Loud. So thank you for the question. What's everyone's thoughts on it? Who would be a good left back, um, back of a, especially given the um, Dalot's bad performance? I think, I, th- I think if, if Dalo can uh, look himself in the mirror and say, you are a better left back than a right back and you are not a you're not a right back you know if he can admit that that shit to himself then i would like dalo at left back but if not i don't know like who 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 who's available i don't even know who available is marcelo available i, I think that would be cool like that would be crazy to have Marcelo yeah. there. Bring Marcelo and Ramos. Yeah. Hell yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> Matt, you were talking about Vinia <laughs> Palmeiras, the Uruguayan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he yeah. sounds good. So some, yeah, some of the names we've been linked with is Jordan Amavi, who was, you think he's at Marseille. So maybe that could, um, maybe Toban, yep. who seems as though yep. he looks we like we could bring both maybe, of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be nice. And Matthias Wiener as well. He's a young, um, he's a young twenty-one-year-old left back who played uh, for Palmeiras, and he's um, Uruguayan. I think that's the thing. I, with Dallo, it's going to be a lot. Manu aren't going to sell him cheap, so they're going to be wanting twenty-five mil. And like we said in last week's podcast, if we're going to be investing twenty-five mil in a be- uh, backup fullback, he's got to be good. And so far, like that performance yesterday, doesn't yeah. make me think we should be spending 25 mil on him. So I'd, at the moment, I'd probably prefer to go for a cheaper option like Vina or Marvi, to be honest. Yeah, isn't Vina like 10 million or something? Yeah, like we can use like, like 10, yeah, like 10 million on him. That's fine, you know, yeah. just spend the money on Tamori. And, like I'd rather have Brahim than Dalo, honestly. I think Brahim yeah. is a lot, he, he's a bigger, much bigger challenge, much bigger talent than him, you know. He has some qualities that that are very special compared to Dalo. That, from what I have seen, per today, you know, he could explode from next game on, and then we would be laughing at this conversation. You know, yeah. that's the thing when you have such a good young player in your team. One day it can just flip, and they they'll be amazing. You know, and it'll be like, oh, how did this happen? You know, but then you we saw with Kessie. You know, it wasn't that far uh ago we were like oh maybe we should sell him you know yeah. and now yeah. if somebody says that you want to chase them down the street you know what i mean <laughs> i think about dalo as well is that um i mean interestingly all the reports i've seen about him is that we're actually trying to buy him outright so mm-hmm. maybe pioli rates him quite highly or uh you know maldini believes in them and in that case, you know, I've got no right to sit here and say yeah. he's shit. You shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't be here. You know. Uh, but I mean, as for options, I I wondered if uh, Fauci Gulam from Napoli could potentially be one, or if he's completely finished now. But, uh, oh, he would be. But, he'd be sick. I mean, okay. he would be a cheap option for a couple of seasons. Yeah. 
wouldn't mind having him. He was him. the best left back in the league, uh, what, four, three, four years ago, something yeah. like that. He barely plays yeah. now. I think Can we talk about Tomori? Yeah, I'll just make a point about that real quickly. I think oh, the, the yeah, only redeeming factor is he is only 21 as well. So, obviously, mm, yeah. um, he's been terrible yesterday, I'll admit it. And he hasn't looked great um, throughout the whole of, for the whole season. But he's only 21. And, you know, I think he, there's yeah. definitely something in him. Like, with that game he played, um Karim Bagansuba in the Europa League, where he scored and had an assist. He looked really Yeah, but good. in that game, he played left back. Left, that's yeah, that's, left yeah, back. yeah. When he left plays back. left back, he plays great. Yeah. But when he plays right back, that's when it yeah. doesn't yeah. look like the, yeah. the thing that we want, you know. Yeah, so I think I would just have to agree with Wally. I think if he gets moved to left back and he drops the performances he was dropping back there, then I think he should be the deputy. Easy. Yeah, what were we saying now? Um, Takaya Tomori, I was really impressed mm-hmm. when he got on. He's quick. Mm. Uh, he had this one challenge. It was perfectly timed. Um, you know, he got the ball. He floored the player. No, it was no foul whatsoever. The commentator was right on that too. He was. Uh, he went down. I think he was tracking down Tapuanar or whoever their left winger was, and he made some good challenges. He looked aggressive. He was fast. So I thought we looked more comfortable with him out there in the time that he did play. Yeah. Um. Should we move on to the next question? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this is from Forza Milan Sempres. Thank you for the question. Uh, so he's, he's asking since when we all started supporting Milan and uh, our top three favorite Milan players of all time. So we should go around and just quickly answer that. Name, you want to go first? Yep. Um, I, th- I think uh, top three Milan players favorite of all time is Maldini, uh, Kaká. And Gattuso. Yep, nice. For me. Uh, Wally, since you're the guest here. I, uh, for me, top three would be uh, Rui Costa, because he made me a Milan fan. I can say the story after. Uh, and uh, Ibra, uh, number two. And uh, number three, I would say uh, maybe El Sharawi. I don't know, man. I love El Sharawi. Uh, it's it's either El Sharawi or Kaká, the number three. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know. But it's it's <clears throat> all about my my tens and strikers. <laughs> so, so why did you start supporting Milan? You said, um, so, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, um, uh, it was back in two thousand and two. So uh, we lived. Uh, we we back then we lived in um, Denmark in a like a, a immigration camp. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the first jersey that I ever got was actually a Del Piero Juve jersey. But I remember it was uh, Euros or something that, that summer. And I just randomly walked past like the, cause uh, like the area, there was like TVs and stuff. And uh, uh, cause we shared it with a lot of other families. So we shared a TV and they were watching a game and I was, I was just a little kid, you know, and I was like, oh, what are you guys watching? And they were like, oh, we're watching Portugal versus England. And I'm like, okay. Um, uh, and I, I just sat there and started watching the game with them, you know. And then all of a sudden there was this incredible player from Portugal, just took the ball, dribbled a couple of Englishmen and just scored a crazy goal. 
I was like, wow, who's that? You know, <laughs> I was like, I like that player. And I was, and, and then I asked one of the, like, I guess, older uh, boys there. And they, they were like, oh, this is Rui Costa. He, he just signed for AC Milan. I was like, yep, that is my favorite team. And that is my favorite player. That's it. You know, and from that day on, it was there was no way back. I did never looked at the Del Piero jersey ever again, you know. So yeah. <laughs> That's great, especially because I think Ricos is not rated as much as he should be, in my opinion. Such a fantastic 10, man. He's yeah, wow. Definitely. He he he's the he's the definition of a number 10, you know. He he really linked the the defensive midfielders and the strikers so perfectly and and the fact that Kaká was so good to bench him eventually, you know, it just showed how big Milan was back then, you know, when you have such a perfect number 10 and then comes a younger, even better number yeah. 10, you know, I'm like, wow, what yeah. the hell is this? What type of depth <laughs> is this, you know? From Kaká and Rico to Salamakers and Castillejo. Ah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that's lovely uh, Sami, your top three um, uh, it has to be first, uh, Kaka he's my idol, you know, he's the reason mm-hmm. I started watching football in the first place mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. second has to be Zlatan and yep. third is either Nesta or Gattuso mm-hmm. yeah. Joe? and I and, oh, okay, yeah no, and I started watching Milan because of PES 2008. I used mm. to go over my friend's place. We used to play that all the time. He used to yeah. support Argentina. Mm. I used to support Brazil, you know, Kaká, Messi, and, you know, okay, where does Kaká play? Oh, AC Milan. Okay. But, you know, oh, like, yeah. then I started supporting the team, and since then, Milan and Milan. Yeah. Yep. Perfect, man. Love it. Yeah. Oh. I think Joe wants to go. Yeah, uh, my top three, probably uh, Seydorf, I think, was a big one for me. I, I mm-hmm. used to really like him. He was, I, I always remember like um, that game against Arsenal uh, in the Champions League. I think it was like 2012, and there was uh, an old Seydorf, and he was still like the best player in the pitch. Or something. It, was, it was great. Um, Kaka, probably as well. It's, everyone said Kaka, but you know, I can't lie. And uh, perhaps more controversially, I'd probably say... One of the players that got me into Milan at the time was Pirlo, but now that obviously oh, no. shit happened, <laughs> I can't say that anymore. Just a couple but, of things happening between. Yeah, so I wouldn't say that anymore. But uh, I would be lying if I said that he wasn't a player that uh, I really liked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess my story of how I started. Oh, sorry. But then, what is, what? Yeah, go on, go on. Oh, and. Um, the reason I started sporting Milan was basically I was I was on it was a holiday in Milan uh, as a kid I think it was like seven or something, and uh, I was at a restaurant and the the guy was a the, the guy I think it was like the waiter or might have even been like the like the the owner or something. Uh, it was like a massive Milanista and he, he was like always talking about his about this this AC Milan and I thought wow that sounds great uh, and he gave me um, this banner which you can see in YouTube but. It's like, yeah, yeah, this is a cool thing. He gave me that as a seven-year-old. I was like, wow, it's great. And I went to look all that shit up and yeah, and I started following the team and here we are. It's perfect. Cool. 
Right, Matt, do you want to go next? Yeah, so I'm probably the person who uh, started supporting Milan the most recently out of everyone, I'd assume. Uh, 2016, I'm a banter era. Uh, I started supporting the banter oh, yeah, era. Man. Don't um, have a question so, yeah, loyalty. That's real loyalty, exactly. though. Real yeah. loyalty. That that's real, man. Yeah, but yeah, so basically I was, um, when I played football, I was a goalkeeper. And like I heard about... Um, this young goalkeeper on the scene who's like two years older yeah. than me and obviously it's Donnarumma and I was yeah. on holiday in um, Croatia I was in holiday in Croatia and then uh, I, I was begging my mum I was like I was like mum can we please go to that bar and watch uh, this game it's got this person called Donnarumma playing and I want to see I want to see who like what he's all about because like you hear yeah. me hyped up and all that um, and then yeah watch that game it was Kievo. I think uh, Niang scored and Kuchka scored. Um, and then, yeah, I just, uh, it became not just watching Milan for Donnarumma, it became watching Milan for, um, yeah, for, for Milan. And then, yeah, that's kind of uh, where it started. And then my favourite three players are, yeah, probably Donnarumma, similar to uh, Wally in the sense that it's got to be the person who got me into Milan. And then uh, probably... Yeah. Uh, Shevchenko and um, Maldini, yeah. Hell yeah. Fair enough. Lovely stuff. <clears throat> right, I'll go next. Um, so, okay, the, the main reason why I became Milan fan is because of my dad. He used to work in a restaurant um, in Milan, because we used to live in Milan, who is, which is actually owned by Clarence Sedov. Um, Ooh! Yeah, so <clears throat> um, my dad was around Clarence Sedov quite a lot and stuff. Um at the time, my dad wasn't, I don't think he was a big fan of football at that time, but once he got into the job and started researching everyone, started uh, watching the AC Milan games. And then um, as I was growing up, he would just uh, make me sit there and just watch matches. And before I realized that I was all big, well, big, um, watching matches by myself and just never stopped. And so, yeah, that's mm. just because of my dad pretty much. Um, yeah. And my top three players would have probably have to be uh, Kaka. Um, I know everyone pretty much says it, but can not say him. Uh, Zlatan as well. Um, being a big fan, his his Inter days. Like I used to be a closeted Zlatan fan because I used to be for Inter, and I wouldn't be allowed to say it. Yeah. And I would say um, Maldini as well. See, it's between Maldini and Pelo for me as well. Because I used to love the way he used to play, but then, you know, after the whole mess happened with him, I was like, mm, I don't know. But as yeah, a player, right. as a player, amazing. I think names left to tell his story. Yeah. Um, so go. what happened was when I was five or six, my dad was in transit. He was coming back to Bangladesh. We were on vacation, so my mom and me we went first. So he was in transit in Dubai, and he bought a jersey from the airport. It was a Kaka. Uh, remember when we played the final in 05? So he, it was a 05 UCL final Kaka jersey. And he oh. got me the, the shorts and the kit. And then I saw him like, wow, this is so cool. Like my dad brought something from Dubai. And then it was a red and black kit. And I used to play FIFA a lot, right? So I booted up FIFA 07. It was in 2007. And I see based back then with the A in Italy, Milan used to be the first team. So I was scrolling for a team to choose on my first ever FIFA game. I go to Italy. They're a five-star team back then. Like, whoa, five oh, yeah. stars. It's probably good. 
<clears throat> I, I match it with the jersey. I'm like, whoa. And then I see Kaka uh, on the game. And I match yeah. it with the jersey too. I'm like, wait, this is a player I have on the back. And I just started using him. And that same year, we watched, uh, my whole family watched how you sell final because they all love football. Mm-hmm. And then I'm seeing Kaka in that final, you know, so I'm like, wow, this is the dude I have on the back of my jersey. And ever since then, because of Kaka and that jersey, it's been Milan. Do you yeah. still have the jersey? No, my mom threw it away, unfortunately. I'm still a cop at her. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I, I was about to offer I, everything you it. wanted for it. <laughs> I wish I had a two. Yeah. Well, right. some lovely stories. Yeah. Should we move on to the next question? Um, so this yeah, question yeah. is from is from Farinho. Uh, shout out to him. He also started a new project recently. So if anyone's listening, shout out to definitely go check him out. Great guy. So the question is: If slash when Milan get into the UCL next season, what do you think uh, the expectation regarding how deep in the competition? they should go is that's a great question Wally, yeah. do you want to answer yeah i think uh at least past the group stages because uh we're still milan so it doesn't matter if we haven't been there for nine years people are already scared you know they don't like to see us at the top they don't like they don't really want us to be in the yeah. champions league you know everything is always against say. us so uh you know Every time they'll play against Milan, they will play as if it's a Champions League final for them because they know what it means to play against Milan. So hopefully, I hope uh, we buy players in the summer that really want to play for Milan. You know, they really want to bleed for our team. And uh, I think if we invest good and smart in the summer, I think we should at least get to the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, Mary, what do you think are our expectations? Um, uh, like passing the group stage is obviously we can't be inter last two seasons, you know, they did nothing. <laughs> so, you know, we, we are Milan, probably, you know, go through group stages, you know, probably go. I think we can go till quarterfinal with yeah. this current squad if we have a right back. Yeah. I think, you know, really try, you know, and 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 for getting players, what did he say? Okay, mm-hmm. expectation, right? Yeah, I yeah, think we can. Yeah. yeah, if we go all in, yep, we can go to the quarterfinal. For that, we really need an RP. I'm sorry, and left wing. Uh, sorry, I'm right, right wing. Wing, yeah. yeah, right wing. Yeah, we really need a right wing because the one we have right now, it's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah we need yeah. Talvin. We need Talvin so bad. Yeah. If anyone that can play football plays right wing at this point. <laughs> yeah, but at least Talvin is a World Cup winning Definitely, baller. Yeah. You know? He has the he's mentality a, as well. He's got the experience. He's a winner, you know. He he can walk around in France and everybody knows and respects him because he won them a World Cup. I don't care if he played one game. I don't give a fuck, you know. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, I actually yeah. think he played quite well that that game. He he got to play honestly. I I, I, I remember it that he played well. But and he's having a I great season <laughs> this season as well. Oh, yeah. He is. He is. He is. But you know, their crazy fans just ambushed their their <laughs> yes. their uh, you know center. Of, yeah, um, I don't know what people are doing. Honestly, they they've yeah. lost it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like like whatever happened next season, Castillo has to go. 
I'm sorry. Oh yeah, please. Oh my God, I'm on my knees, man. Um, I'm begging every night, man. Please. Yeah, nothing against him as a person. P. You know, it's nothing as against him as a person. He's a funny guy. He he seems like a good guy and yeah. whatever. But it's time to go. You know, as Bod would say, it's time to go, man. It's it's I'm done. You know. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Please leave. Matt, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, so put it this way, it's going to be interesting because it's going to be a mix of an inexperienced side, like barely any of them have played like Champions League football. Like think of like Salamakas and Donnarumma and Romagnoli. So it's going to have an inexperienced side, but with the expectations of a Milan side in, in the Champions League. So it's going to be interesting. I think... Mm. Uh, fair amount might depend on where we finish in the league because if we finish top of the Serie A win the league then we've got first seed and we're going to be in there with teams like like Locomotive Moscow Dinamo Kiev and stuff like that yeah but then if we finish fourth we're going to be seeded like third and then that's when we could get a group of death with like Bayern and like Man City or something like that and so yeah, yeah it depends that shit depends. sucks yeah, it depends where we get seeded, but I think if we get a good seed, I think it's going to be a bit of luck. I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think we're going to breeze it. It's going to maybe like take a few yeah pieces of luck. But yeah, I agree with everyone else really. Maybe, yeah, get through the group and then a bit of luck in the first knockout round. And yeah, maybe meet our match, someone like Bayern Munich, obviously, or Real Madrid. And yeah, that would be a step too far and we'll go out in the quarters. But don't get me wrong, I expect a UEFA Champions League win, you know, I don't give, I, I want the trophy, you know, I want to be, yeah. walk around in the street and be like, yeah, baby, we're back, I want number eight, but, uh, getting trouble but year, ho yeah. hopefully, you know, with a quarter final, I'll be happy, you know, I'll yeah. be like, okay, this young team has played till, till their full potential for now, you know. Yeah. And then next season will be semi-final expectation. And then we give them each year, we give them a little step, you know. Yeah, I mean, the fairy tale story would be Zlatan brings us back. And on his last season, he wins the UCL and retires. Oh, <laughs> and, and the Ballon d'Or. Give him the Ballon d'Or. 40 years, 41-year-old yes. Ballon d'Or winner, man. I'll be crying in the street. <laughs> Guys, imagine he goes back to Sweden. Wins the Euros and wins UCL with us and the league, right. and then, <laughs> and it's done deal, man. The the conversation yeah, is over. He's you know? completely football. But what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what What do you want from him, man? Naim and Joe, what are your thoughts on? I think uh, I'll let Joe talk about expectations. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that um, it, it really it, it could all change in it's it's such a long time away now that it's like. It's potentially six months if you know this good season continues or yeah in six months time we don't know what the image is around the club have you know like matt said have we won how are we just a team that recently won the league or are we um, in fourth place so, i mean it, it really depends because you know if you think a year ago from now uh would have been like you know if we'd said that we're gonna be in the scudetto race and you know We'll be talking about Champions League almost as if it's guaranteed at this point. We'd be like, no, <laughs> that's just no way that can work. Uh, so it, it depends. Uh, and I think ultimately, anything I just want to see is 
get beat by a good team if we are to go out. And the same with the Europa League this season. Like, you know, if we go out because, uh, you know, we've a bunch of silly mistakes against, you know, like Fatih Karagumruk or something, and, you know, that'd be like, <laughs> that'd be like terrible. But if we, you know, if we get end up against Manchester United and lose some penalties, you know, uh, I'll, be, I'll be happy. I won't be happy. I'll be sad. I'll be. I'll be oh, I'll be... I will not be happy if we lose against <laughs> United. No way. Any EPL team, that will be the the worst disaster. Yeah, for me, to be man. fair, I'll agree with that. I don't I'll... care if it's a EPL team. That's a farmers team for me, man. That's a straight <laughs> dub. Honestly, the worst possible case for me is just we go out to Rangers. Like that, I, I will kill myself. <laughs> though you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so over to me again. <laughs> I think uh, on the Manchester United, there might be quite a few penalties in that game because I think <laughs> we're the two teams that have gotten the most penalties in each of them. Oh, league. my God, man. It'll be <laughs> Kessie versus Bruno. Bruno, yeah. yes. <laughs> but, uh, You'd our, see for Prem Twitter and Inter Twitter oh just uniting <laughs> on us together. Yeah, oh, my God. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> Tears, everyone. <laughs> I think it's been quite a, a long time that we've not been in Champions League. I think we're Milan. Our expectations yeah, should be to obviously win the trophy, nothing less. We're one of the biggest teams in the world, but you know, but being realistic, I think you know, cross the group stages, see what happens there. As Wally said, you know, if we make signings, depending on if we get good players, taking yeah. uh, Romagnoli and Gigio, they've never played a minute of Champions League in their life, and they're way too good, in my opinion, to have not played Champions League. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, and Kessie you know, as well, and Benasser, you know. Too. But yeah. I, I actually, I, I, I came up with a little idea because we were talking about left backs, and actually the that that left back from Barcelona that we've oh, been Fierpo. linked to, Junior Firpo. Yeah, I think yeah. he is filthy, you know. And the fact that he's not working at Barcelona, I think, is just because Barcelona finished suck. You know, <laughs> they're they're a fucking trash bag team you know that's why he doesn't work but i think the second he gets to play in our team you know he's so fast man he's he's you know tail will get a real competition on who's the fastest (laughs) because fearful is is he's lightning you know so i i if, if there's a player i want but i don't know what the price was for him like 20 million i feel like that's fair because he would be the he he would be a competitor for Teo, and yeah. I feel like I feel like Teo needs that. You know, last game he he lost the ball and they scored. He did that yeah. the yeah. the previous game before that again. You know, it's okay. We we try to bat an eye, and every time Calabria does one thing, everybody wants to burn him in the streets. You know, but <laughs> but every time he plays well, nobody gives a damn. You know, yeah. I feel like it's well, a little yeah. bit biased. You know, I love Teo, but. He he needs competition yeah. too, you know. It's a uh, getting too relaxed. He, yeah, he he he's getting a little bit relaxed, I guess. Um, another thing, Picayo Tomori has Champions League experience too. Do you guys see what he did to Hakim Ziyech? I think it was last season. Yeah, but to yeah, dad with the little dribble. So that's some experience. Yeah, man. Hey, hey what what about that left back that Maldini bought in, Milos Kerkez? Oh yeah, from the Ooh, second Hungarian He looks league, filthy, honestly. He looks like a tricky little left back. Yeah, he does. Mm, yeah, hopefully he's good. Um, I mean, I do trust the um, scouting team that haven't gone wrong um, recently. 
Should we have one question? question for Wally. Okay. Um, how much are we paying uh, him kebabs is what Carlos is asking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Less supply. As, as long as uh, Hakan keeps scoring, I'll eat kebabs. But it's been a minute, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, assist is not the same, even though I cheat sometimes. And when, even when he assists, I'm like, ah, it's, it, it counts. Two assists <laughs> counts as a goal, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, the next question, we've all answered it in the last podcast. So if you guys want to hear it, um, check out the first one. But, <laughs> but Wally hasn't answered it. So just wanted to get your mm -hmm. opinion who should who of the loanees we should keep and who we should um, send back. And this question is from Phoenix Wish, also known as Soham. So yeah. All right, all right. Um, first of all, I think uh, we need to give out our kidney for Tamori, and Chelsea yeah. can go and fuck off you know because he's our <laughs> player there's no more chelsea ever again you know he's gonna be italiano from now on you know? yeah it'll be Ficayo. no more Fica no more big fic you know it'll be grande fic from now on so so he's staying and there's no no discussion there you know he's staying he's too good and i mm -hmm. feel like if he if he learns the thing that care is the the only thing that Kara needs, honestly, is Fikayo's pace. And he would be like, oh, yeah. like the best, unimaginably the best. good. You know what I mean? He would be unstoppable because he reads the game so perfect. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, as long as Kiara can teach Tomori that thing, I, I think he's essential for the team and for the future. You know, Kiara is there maybe for a year, two, three, but. At some point, Tamori will be there and step over. I think Brahim is very, very good, uh, but there's no way in hell we should pay thirty million for him, and uh, there's no way we're gonna pay that. And I, I feel like if Real Madrid is smart, uh, and if Brahim is smart, he will stay. But uh, it all depends on if Real Madrid wants to sell him for fifteen. I'd go maybe twenty million. Maybe, but it all depends on who else. Who else could we buy? You know, I, I don't know. Did Zakani sign for Napoli, or did he not? The 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 Hellas Verona attacking midfielder. Because if he hasn't signed for Napoli, then I would be like, okay, Brahim, it's fine because yeah. he's a baller. To be fair, I doubt Real Madrid would. Do anything less than 20 because I'm pretty sure they got him from Man City for 19. And we all know Real Madrid, like they just like that. They wouldn't just Yeah, so like I don't feel like he's worth more than what Real Madrid paid for him at mm -hmm. all. Uh even though I like him very much and I feel like in maybe in a year or two he might be worth that, you know? Yeah. But right now, as as of today, I don't feel like he is. So if I have to throw one player home. It might be him, uh, and then it come. The last one would be Dalo, right? Or is Tonali also included? Dalo in this and Mate. Yeah, I think Tonali on paper he's on loan, but we said last. He's week, on he's loan, but is it obligation to buy or is it buy? I think it's still an option, but 
Matt mentioned like you know all the media stuff we've done just feels yeah, like yeah, a yeah 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 because I listened to the last podcast and I, I agree with Matt you know why would you do all this all this media cover and all this stuff just to throw him back to Brescia you know yeah. I agree so I think he 100% stays he's a prodigy and he's a Gattuso's uh, you know the next Gattuso man he he needs to grow up here and 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 he he'll find his ground, you know. I feel like I feel like you know last game Benasser did not play that well, and uh, and Tonali hasn't been that bad, you know. Uh, lately, it's yeah. just people are very cr- critical and skeptic about Tonali because because he's expensive, you know. Yeah, and the but, expectations they put on him. And they well. expect so much from him, you know. But remember, we stole him from Inter, and already that's a big plus, you know. Okay. Uh, so Meite, as of today, I think he's trash. You know, I, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. he's uh, he's horrible, and I feel like we should have rather brought back Pobega than bring this dude on loan, you know. What's the point? Why is Pobega sitting on the bench at Spezia? Sit on the bench for us instead, man. You're, he's he's okay, you know. I, I like Pobega, so I feel like Meite, eight, seven, eight million. He's all right, but he it's yeah. I feel like that money could be spent on some something else, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And Dalo, um, if he starts playing at left back. 25 million for sure uh the same as i would pay for Firpo, you know mm-hmm. uh but but if w- he still has this obsession of becoming a right back and i feel like calabria is playing fantastically you know he's playing so well and um there's no point in in trying to destroy that we have kalulu there who can play there i feel like kalulu is a big big talent and we should focus on having him, you know, homegrown talent. Let's go. Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Um, let's, I guess we can move on. Um, one question I really want to ask. Do you have any Milan tattoos? That's from Shwetan95, I think that's how you Yep. Do you? I do. I do. I have it on my back. Do you mm-hmm. guys want to see it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right. Wait. Let me turn around. All right, so is that a t- oh yeah yeah that's the tattoo <laughs> oh yeah it should be there oh yeah i remember that yeah and it says uh, quora rosanero oh i love that which awesome. which people if people don't know what that means is that means heart of red and black and he also asked are you planning to get any new ones should we win any trophies? Uh, yeah, man. I, I still feel like I need... Uh, there's a special moment that I, I want, like a picture of that moment when uh, when uh, Boateng did uh, Michael Jackson, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and every, all the players are in the background. I think that's a cool ass tattoo to have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Um, so let's move on. Yep. Um, actually, a neat one is uh, 
he has no question, but please tell Wally I love him from Bonaventura. Oh, hey. <laughs> he says he loves you. <laughs> tell him I love him too, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will. Um, um, another question from Mon Saifiri, I think that's how you say. Great uh, guy. Um, yep. With the Scudetto looking very tight, when is the next album release, Wally? Where is the content? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, yo, I can't be I can't be slipping out albums all the time, man. This shit takes time, so I'm working. The next song will be an English song, so hopefully you guys will awesome. now understand yeah. what I'm saying. You know, it's been like three, I think three or four years since I've done English music, mm-hmm. so it'll be cool yeah. to see how that goes. Well, For and, those that uh, don't we're know, winning this good and to answer the other question, yes, we are winning this though. Don't worry. I know, I know, I know Lazio will will be entered today or something, and yeah. boom. Yeah. For those that don't know, Wally makes music. Uh, we'll leave all of his stuff in the YouTube description and on Twitter and everything. So make sure you check it out. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's thank you. Makes great well, music. So and great guys. So drop your follow as well. And best day forever. You guys can go check those two out as well. Oh, Hell yeah. Lovely. Oh, Wally, can we have a Castillejo this track? <laughs> Castillejo? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, for sure. Hey, dude, I, I swear to God, man. If he doesn't leave fucking in the summer. Oh, but the thing is, I, I don't want to be that bully as well. You know? Because yeah, he's probably a nice guy, you know? And I'm there yeah. fucking... This random dude from Norway dissing him on YouTube. You'd be like, what the hell is this? You know? <laughs> but I add this Lukaku though. Hell yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, man. I'll be running down the street though. He'd be fucking chasing me and I'll be scared on my ass. But, but I'll still taunt them for fun. I don't give a damn. You know, I, I love the second little, little ass Salamakers was like, hey, you need to shut up, you know, telling Big Rom to shut up. He, he looked, he looked, he looked at, he looked at Salamakers like, man, get your ass out of here, man. He was like, I ain't got time for my call. He was like, he was like, where's the biggest guy? I want to fight him. Get your little ass out of here. We need more of that for the next derby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that shit, you know. The drama, yeah. Dude, that's... Dude, if, if if the stadium would have been packed, we all would have been. Oh, what did they say to each other? You know, oh, yeah. it would yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have been. You know, Italian FA racial slur accusation yeah. bullshit. Dude, come on, man. People are, you know, they're they're just arguing. You know, nobody's yeah. gonna do shit. Nobody's gonna fight in the tunnel. <laughs> we all know, no, but nothing is gonna happen. You know, like everybody yeah. that has played football in their life has probably been on a pitch where somebody argues with each other and says you know stuff to to each other you know it happens and then after the game it's over you know you don't care you go back home you eat popcorn you know you know (laughs) it's not like they 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 you know they went home and started crying about the fight you know nobody cares you don't think any person crying with Marcus. (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah lukaku tossed his hand away yeah man but I really hope we start the match. Like match starts, Dathan calls him donkey, and you know, <laughs> that'd be like that'd be the best. But one. he is a donkey, so there's no, there's no point. <laughs> First touch is like a donkey. 
To be fair, one thing I, mean, I feel he... like the derbies in the past season miss is that hate is that oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, I want to see that stuff. they yeah. actually hate each other. You know, I don't want to see huggies. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, the, when Demiral and and Hakan posted pictures after we lost three one, I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, fuck Demiral. What about yeah. that? You know, I don't um, care about this guy right now. But I guess you know they're friends, so I get it. You know, yeah. but but as fans, I also get be balance, the fr- yeah. frustration. You know, perfect. Um. We got a few yeah. more questions to go through. Were you gonna say something, name? Yeah, we see uh, Salamakers uh, featuring Liao featuring Wally tracks down the Leaded. road. The oh Leaded. yeah, man. dude, <laughs> dude. I keep I keep messaging these motherfuckers and they all air me every day. <laughs> what the hell is wrong, dude? I'm just trying to be nice. I'm like, hey, let's do some boys, and they're like, nah, fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, okay, Bro, they're scared fine. of you. They're scared of you. They know you will take out the spotlight. Exactly. Uh, uh, it's all right, man. It's it's fair. It's a fair game. Yeah. Um. Probably one of the last few serious last questions. One, yeah. yeah. Going to a few more. I mean, one question I think I'd like us to discuss is: Will Inter's lack of UCL give them advantage to win the Scudetto? Thoughts on that, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there is any advantage with being out of competitions. Uh, but at the same time there kind of is because they've they've got the space and they're going to be really focused on it and i think conte's job probably depends on whether yeah. he wins it or not it's inter or at least, yeah. like i don't I, I yeah i mean if if they lose it i'm i'm not sure they'll sack him because i think financially like no. that's going to be crazy well you know, with chelsea they struggle to to sack him and went through a whole legal process. So yeah, yeah. If they don't win the Scudetto, there's definitely going to be some uh, some legal drama and some some uh, <laughs> some uh, yeah. There's going to be some drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's on the Sami? Uh, I think it's it's the title is theirs to lose. Honestly, they have nothing to play for except the title. Yeah. Yeah. So and of course it's a huge advantage, you know. They have like they have matches every other week, like you know they have an entire week for rest. Like Milan will have Europa, so we will play every three days, mm-hmm. and Inter will have a full day week for almost every match, right till the end. And Inter has a bad death to start with, in my opinion, in that team. So yeah. Yeah. Wally, what's on that? Um, I pretty much agree with you guys. I think it's Inter's Scudetto to lose. I think uh, starting off this season, if you guys would have told me that we would be first, I wouldn't have believed you. And especially I wouldn't have believed you a year ago and especially not two years ago, you know? So I feel like uh, I'm loving every second I have on on the top, and I'll act as the champion as long as we're on the top, you know, and I'll talk shit. But if we don't win the Scudetto, we won't be a failed season because uh, I feel like every season you progress in in the rankings, you know, in the in the league, you uh, you you improve you know and that's what i want to see from our team i want to see us improve i want to see us every season be, be better than last season you know 
learn yeah. from our mistakes that we had last season and do it better this season. And this season we've, we've exploded, you know, uh, pretty much the same as we ended last season. We continued this season and now we have, we struggle a little bit. We have a couple of injuries, but I feel like if we kick it off again, like we did, uh, we've been doing all year and I don't feel like it, that that's a, um scenario that's very unlikely because i think mm -hmm. that we still have it in us we're 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 a very good team and i feel like we could win the title for sure uh but it all depends on how much does the guys want it you know yeah and um i feel like they showed it in the start of, uh, start of the season that they wanted it even when the bench players came on even when the calabria had to play center mid every every game we show it uh, besides really this last game, this is the only game I feel like we've lost and we haven't tried to, to win, you know. Uh, uh, but that could be a fluke, you know. Next next game we could play play and destroy the next team and we would forget because usually uh, in sports you have short-term memory, you know. You remember only your last game and... Mm. and uh, um, Imagine two wins in a row now. We beat Roma and Inter, and then all of a sudden, people will be like, oh, wait. Again, they'll be like, maybe they should win the title, you know? So uh, if we don't, Inter, uh, Inter will probably get it. I don't think Juventus will win it at all. I don't, I don't think they have a coach. Um, yep, they don't have a coach because... Uh, uh, Pirlo is not a coach for me. You know, if you, you if you haven't done if you haven't if, if you don't have your license as a coach and you just get a job because of your reputation, you know, oh, come on, man. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but I, I just I just don't feel like he's a he's a coach. So yeah, Juve won't do it. Maybe enter, but I feel like Conte is a ticking bomb. So <laughs> so it all depends on us. Like if we start choking now, Inter will probably get it, and we will get maybe second or third. Uh, but if not, uh, we'll for sure take take the trophy back home, baby. <laughs> one of the last questions. One of the last questions for you from Mamet Bonko. Would you mm -hmm. color your hair red and black if we win the Scudetto this season? And he's only gonna take yes as an answer, and he says he loves you, bro. I. There's um, only one answer, Wally. It yeah, sounds sounds good to me, man. If we win the scudetto, <laughs> I'll do it, man. I don't care. Let's go. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> red and black. If we win it, fuck yeah. Just to be clear, he doesn't speak for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh, dude, I want to see Nime with that, man. Uh, Joe, you look crazy. Oh, my, my mom would kill me. Joe, Joe, you do it. You got the hair for that. You and Wally. <laughs> yeah, you got the curly yeah. hair. <laughs> Guys, didn't you say he would make it red and black if we get top four? Theo, Theo did, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Well, lovely. I think that yeah, will be me and me and Tail will will be the red and black haired boys. You know, <laughs> just bring bring me bring me the title and I'll do whatever, man. Just fucking just let me celebrate something and be like, wow, dude, Milan yeah. are the champions. We broke Juve, you know. We're yeah. the team that broke Juventus. <clears throat> you know, Ronaldo came to Serie A to, to improve the league. And 
it ends up being a 38 year old Swedish person, you know, coming to Serie A and be like, you know, age doesn't matter. I get better every day. And he does every day. You relate to Zlatan too, because Zlatan came from an immigrant background. He had to go through the hardships, through the immigration accounts or whatever. And they always saw him as an outsider. So you can probably relate to that as well. A hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's a big role model in in Scandinavia, both for uh, like Swedish, younger Swedish immigrants, uh, but also uh, in Norway, you know, I, even though he, he played for Inter and Juve, you know, I always looked up to him and I was like, wow, I wish I had that player on my team, you know. I like the swagger. I, I love that he he wasn't, you know, ethnic Swedish, but he would always say that I'm Swedish, you know, and uh, and, and, and uh, all, he would be proud of it. You know, he would he would say it with 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 pride and uh and every time there would be something bad to talk about, they will always be like, oh, Zlatan this, and Zlatan that, you know. Uh, but he, he would always come back and do, do wonders. So he, he's, he's always been a role model in Scandinavia, I think, for everybody. And uh, especially for me, even though he played for all bunch of other teams. <laughs> yeah, lovely. <clears throat> Matt, yeah. do you want to refer up for us? Yeah, so I think we've just about discussed everything we wanted to, really. Um, I've been Matt. Uh, this has been the Short Corner Podcast. I've been joined by Rid. Thank you, everyone, I've joined, for listening. I've been joined by a name. I don't know. Joe. Yeah, nice one. Samir. I really enjoyed this podcast, guys. Wally, thanks for coming. You're fucking awesome. Yes, thank you, Wally. (laughs) Hey, guys, thank you for having me. This has been incredible. It was fun, and I hope to do it again with you guys. Yeah, definitely. Forever and ever, Forza Forza. Mila. Mila. (laughs) Thank you for listening, guys. Thank Thank you, everyone.